0: you're listening to Dynamos Dozen with your host Ian, Dead Dynamo, Kelly. Welcome
1: back. The Dynamo's Dozen, the podcast that I'm bringing you each and every single week where I talk about whatever may be on my mind from pro wrestling, sports, entertainment, music, movies, muesli, fresh socks and jocks and everything in between. And the reason for the cam intro today is because it is a very windy, frosty and all around cold evening in Dublin's fair city this evening. So I'm trying to keep warm, but don't worry if you are cold. The soothing sounds of the dynamo's voice will bring you back to warmth and uh today I have a very very uh very cool guest he 's a friend of the show he 's been on before and um, twice I do believe um when we talked about the all in shows in the two parts which you can find in the uh, in the dungeons of the dynamo's dozen back catalog so I do uh, implore you to go back and listen to that if you haven't already. It is my good buddy and wrestling fanatic and all round Knowledgeable guy of the business, Mr. Ted Irving. How are you, my friend?
2: How you doing, bud? Good to be back on again.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, nice and short intros. Unlike most Royal Rumbles, I, I refuse for today's episode to be a clusterfuck. So, um, we're going to do our best to try and uh, <laughs> stick to points and uh, try not ramble too much. But knowing you, there probably will be a debate or two in there, so... I'm ready. Uh, I'm, yeah, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm um, ready. I'm ready. I suppose we'll start. Um, I suppose we may as well start at the beginning because Royal Rumble weekend now is is kind of almost second to uh, WrestleMania weekend. There's always a lot of different kind of bits and bobs going on, not to the scale of WrestleMania, but in terms of um, the NXT stuff is always pretty big as well, um, and there's always a build up. I mean, for the average fan and even a lot of uh, old school. Wrestling fans that may not watch the product anymore, and even a lot of workers that I know that are still in the business, the Royal Rumble is actually their preferred event uh, in, in the in the pay per view calendar.
2: Yeah, it'll be mine as well. I think it's the like WrestleMania is the spectacle, you know. That's the you know it's the big one. But I think the Rumble Rumble. I think everyone finds the Rumble the more enjoyable. It's that bit more unpredictable and just yeah. It's a bit more cracked, like you know, you can have a bit of fun with it.
1: It sets up, I suppose. I'm, I'm still a mania guy because I'm just, I'm, I'm Mr. Nostalgia, as you know. Um, but there would be no excitement for mania without the Rumble, so it is kind of the most important pay per view in that sense. That it really does but, build the Rumble up and gives you that excitement, depending on, you know, <laughs> whether your boy or girl won or not, but. You know, yeah,
2: the, but I think the rumble match itself just it, it just lends so much. You know,
1: yeah.
2: You can get your comedy rest. You can get your little bits of comedy in. You know, like yeah. Thinking back, you know, Rikishi and Too Cool did their dance and stuff in the ring. Like yeah, you yeah get yeah, yeah. you get your cool little pops, your legends coming out, all that stuff. Uh, you just that match itself, I think, is just everyone's favorite really like yeah forget about pay-per-view which one you know i think that match itself just really is high on everyone's list
1: yeah um and i suppose before we kind of get into the rumble because there's a lot to talk about um in that because it was such a bloody long show but uh nxt um i know you watched that i watched it as well um and i must admit it's um I was very impressed with it from start to finish, purely because I haven't followed the NXT product, so I didn't know the backgrounds and stories. But what really uh, kind of blew me away was the story. You didn't, ne- I didn't need to really know much other than the kind of little video intros that WWE is so good at. Anyway, so it kind of gives you a little bit of a bit of the history of of the feud. But in terms of the in ring um, product and and quality of matches, the the stories were told in the ring, which is what I really enjoyed about uh about takeover and i thought it was uh all round really really good uh really really good pay-per-view
2: yeah it was really good i think um like as you said the, the video packages wwe they're second to none on that they they really know how to put those together uh up until like a few years ago some of them on the main show weren't really great mm. you know you could do without them but over the years they've had some serious ones that you look back on and whether you watched wrestling that time or not you you understood what was going on and the same happened here if you didn't watch week to week Mm -hmm. that didn't matter you know
1: sure yeah because this one um like in terms of a lot of the guys first of all i just want to give a big shout out to uh to the commentary team because um for me I think Mauro Ranallo is just incredible. Um he's probably my favourite commentator in the game. The guy's excitement that you could I, I heard someone describe it, I think it might have been Jim Ross. You could be in a different room and his commentary will pull you away from whatever you're doing just because it's, he, he makes it seem like you've just seen such a big deal, you know. Um I'm a big fan Yeah, he's of Mauro he's
2: really Ross. into it himself, you know, like yeah. he he's he's enjoying what he's watching and that comes across while he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Um I I love the commentary team on NXT but I do think that they wouldn't work on the main show. I think the main show asks certain things of commentators that you just aren't asked in NXT. You know, like they're not trying to promote the latest sponsor and stuff like that and that does take away like imagine Mara Ronello's after just freaking out about whatever movie's just seen and then it's oh and by the way you can pick up this at this location it just doesn't really work i think that bit of freedom really helps them
1: yeah no i agree because um like rinaldo that commentary team is very very old school in the sense that um it's going back to the to the jim ross days and the gorilla monsoon days where commentators didn't exactly know what was coming up um yeah jim ross used to pride themselves on not knowing the finishes so that there is that believability and and i suppose um that organic reaction rather than um knowing exactly what's happening and i think that's why ronnell is so good so i do actually agree with that point that it wouldn't work on the main kind of shows and the main uh roster purely because it's so contrived and um, yeah and we'll we'll get on to that later but Yep, yeah, shout out to the shout out to the guys and acknowledge Sp- him McGuinness as well. I just love McGuinness full
2: stop. I'm delighted to see that he got, you know, I know it's not in the capacity he would have wanted years ago, but I'm delighted to see that he did get to, to WWE eventually like yeah, he was. an
1: incredible credible documentary um, if anyone has yeah, seen yeah. it on the WWE network, it's worth worth checking. Yeah, I was out. watching it very good. yeah. So let's get on to uh, get on to the actual uh, I, I I'm 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 not going to spend long here on um on NXT, but just a couple of things that I did um, that caught my eye. People, guys and girls that I was impressed with. Um, for me, I was really impressed with the War Raiders. Um, I thought they absolutely, they're they like a throwback in terms of look-wise. Um, to the likes of Berserker and, and uh, the Warlord and the Barbarian. But my God, those guys really impressed me in terms of how they can work. Um, who else have we got? I was really impressed with uh, Riddle and Cassius Ono. I thought that was a great match. Um I think the mat, for a lot of people the match of the night was was actually um Johnny Gargano and Ricochet. I thought Definitely, that was a yeah. real old school match. I was really really impressed with that, but I was also impressed with the um with that the, the whole show to be honest which I was impressed with. It was a nice, you know, the the matches were all the right time, you know, your first two matches were kind of under 10 minutes. Um and then you know, the long match then was obviously the tag match, which was just incredible. And you know, nice little kind of small match then with Riddle and, and Ono where they just kept at a point and then the next three um were just incredible. Uh I thought uh and, and Alistair Black. Alistair Black is just money. He's just got Yeah, he's incredible, different. yeah. Yeah, he's just I, got I'm something. thinking he he's
2: gotta be called up soon. Like Yeah, I'm sure. There's nothing much left for him down in, in NXT now. He was champion Lost it due to injury, but Champ has taken that ball and he's running with it. I just, I don't think there's much there for Black anymore. It's time for him to, to move up.
1: Yeah, and I hope they do the right thing with him. I hope they, uh, you know, I hope they they, they don't have um, the ball because he's got something very unique. And and, and I, I use this word a lot, organic, because y- you you can't bottle what he has. You know. Um
2: Yeah, it's a charisma. You like you either have that or you don't. It's a natural charisma,
1: very similar to the Undertaker. When he first started, you know? Yeah.
2: Um, I would have loved... It, like, I don't want to see him versus Undertaker now. No. I just I don't think Undertaker could take that hard-hitting style. No. Uh, no. I, I just don't want to see that. But uh, The Undertaker six, seven years ago versus him, yeah, I would have loved that.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: But, but uh, gonna... it, I loved the show, but I felt the crowd was a bit weak. I don't know. Normally, mm. NXT crowds are hot. Like, this crowd seemed kind of just not that into it phoenix crowd I, it was from weird what
1: from what i'm hearing from my me my, my kind of uh, united states buddies the, the kind of old timers um is that phoenix isn't always a great wrestling crowd anyway um, yeah they
2: just seemed a bit weak i don't know yeah. just not as into it as i thought they would have been
1: yeah i think the, the the phoenix crowd aren't apparently aren't uh aren't that big you know they're not, they're not they're not one of the hot crowds like you know new york or down south or you know, in the in the Carolinas or anything like that, so that that yeah. probably lends itself to why that happened. But um yeah, so we'll get on to the main event. I'm going to skip the the the, um, the pre show Um purely because I just always do.
2: Um, oh man, right. I know people normally skip the pre show, and I normally do as well. But the cruiserweight match on that that was unbelievable. That's that was one of the best matches of the night. Like, okay, if if you haven't seen that, like, go back and just get get that and watch it like it, it was so well done so that was uh that
1: was buddy murphy akira Tezawa, uh, itami and kalisto yeah
2: yeah that was it yeah yeah
1: yeah and uh i believe well i'm not going to give any spoilers if people haven't seen it because a lot of people probably didn't so i won't, uh, I won't
2: yeah but no about. do do watch it like it it's well worth the 20 minutes or whatever the match was to go back and watch that it really is
1: okay well we'll get on to the main show um I thought it opened up really really well the way they went straight into um they went they went straight into to, to the women's match with uh Asuka and uh, Becky Lynch and what I really liked was it was strange actually because it was in a stadium as well um it was just strange like they were coming from underneath the ground it was straight up the steps and it was uh they had the kind of uh almost the computer graphic coming on the screen up over the was, air it yeah it was weird cool, it was different cool yeah it was something different i liked it um yeah and it was becky lynch that came out huge pop as obvious the one things that stood out to me um, that might might not have stood out to many people but i didn't like how they went straight to the announcers um the cameras went straight to the announcers during the entrances that's shocking to me um absolutely shocking to me like do it at the start of the show, fine. I know they were probably trying something different, but don't go and introduce the Spanish announced team and the German announced team during the entrances, you know. Just don't Yeah, do it. it was weird. You just don't yeah. do it because it was that it was kind of old school in the sense that it was that old kind of uh long walkway where there's a turn then to the ring. Very similar mm. to the old WrestleMania's where you'd see Warrior run down there, you know. Um so it was kind of cool the way they had that throwback. But yeah, it was I don't know whether they'd done that on purpose or whether they forgot. I don't know, but it was it was stupid I, and it sucked.
2: I think they're just trying to fit it in somewhere. Yeah, um, it was. But it was, normally they have a break between matches, but they just didn't really have that this year. Well, and I they, think they just tried to fit it in. I I do agree though. It was it was, it was a bad time to stupid. do it. Do it between the entrances, maybe. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But not not during them.
1: Not during them with the music still playing in the background and basically the two workers getting their pop. You know what I mean. So, um. But anyway. The match itself was really strong. It was a really strong open. It was really stiff. Um, yeah,
2: it's what you needed at the start of the show, like yeah. a nice, strong...
1: Yeah, I mean, there was a couple... And I do agree with, 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 with the likes of Tasnaw when they do mention, you know, a lot of these girls, they're really fine-tuned athletes, but there's not a lot of meat around the bone for a lot of them, you know? I mean, Becky herself is very kind of trim. Um, Asuka's kind of got a little bit of excess kind of muscle there. <clears throat> um but a lot of them are very, very small, and when they're taking the bumps like the guys, there's not as much protection around there. Like there was a couple of, there was a dangerous move that I saw off the apron. Now it looked great, but just sometimes I do agree with some of the old timers that they need to just kind of be a little bit safer. Don't need to kind of do too much because, um, you know, you're just asking for an injury. You know, and I, like I mean, it goes for a lot of the guys as well. Let's be honest. Um, there's there's no need to constantly. Um. Even on um, even on some of the uh, on on the Gargano match as well.
2: Like it's just you know just be yeah be aware because there's nowhere to go. After I think so, I think some of the blame for that lies back in um you know the the original TLC and stuff like that where you saw these massive bumps from you know the Hardys uh, Edge and Christian the Dudleys like you saw all these things mm. and they became kind of the norms. So you're kind of used to them. So to get that big pop, people need to go that extra mile. But you see, you say they need to, but they don't, because it
1: was getting the pop in the ring from the work itself anyway. And it's not always needed. They feel that they need to, and it seems like they need to, but it's not actually needed. It's not
2: necessary. No, it's Um, not always needed, but... It, it just gives that extra bit of
1: move um, it it to a match. It does, I agree. But it's just in terms of, it's just slow down a little bit because it's not always needed. I know a lot of these workers think that they need to, but they really don't, you know. Um, but, I mean, aside from that, um, it was You're a very really good, yeah. great match, man. Great match. And um, two, I was very, very happy to learn this week that two geniuses in Taz and um, Jim Ross both... Um, Stated the exact same thing that I told you on the night about Becky Tapping. That there was, it was the wrong way to do it. Um, Jim Ross just said, if you think about it, there's so many different ways you can do it. So many unique ways you can do it. Um, Taz said it as well. Luckily, in the end, it didn't really hurt Becky. But at the same time, um, it was just something that, I, uh, that stood out to me. And obviously it stood out to a lot of the, the old veterans as well.
2: And Jim yeah, see, is this a is that I won't
1: argue with too much.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I disagreed with you on this. I thought, like, yeah, obviously I'd prefer her not to have tapped out. I would have preferred her to, to win it and all, you know. But I think Becky was strong enough going into this match that she could get away with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Oscar was very weak. And this is just from booking in the past, that Oscar was just weak. And she needed some credibility. She needed this. She needed to... Like not just get a lucky roll up or anything like that. She needed have to, it doesn't to beat have to Becky.
1: Be a lucky roll up though, but it, 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 she didn't need to tap out because Stone Cold Steve Austin wouldn't tap out, and that's what people are comparing Becky Lynch to at the moment.
2: Stone yeah, Cold but Steve the difference, Austin. the difference at that though, is that Austin was against Brett. and no, but Austin brett. in general,
1: just Austin in general.
2: I know, but especially like that Austin brett match. Austin was the Austin was the weaker of the two going into that match like brett was the star and austin was getting the rub from that star and in this sense it was the opposite way becky was the star and oscar needed that rub from her mm. so i i i do get what you mean that it's better not to have someone like becky tap out but i think she was strong enough that she could get away with it you know it was like mm. when angle tapped out to taz all those years ago yeah i still you know think angle it... was strong enough yeah. to to get away with that,
1: yeah, I just think you're dealing with a with a with a possible superstar here now at the moment. Not just a wrestler. This is this is a possible. Yeah, but superstar that's now. what that's
2: why she can get, that's why she can get away with something like nah. that. You know, she's so big that a loss like that isn't gonna it's not gonna derail her in any way.
1: No, nah, well, I mean, as I said, I'm just glad all the veterans, the people that have been in there for years, agree with me because I I don't think it makes any sense in the world. But we move along. Um, yeah. To Nakamura. Oh no, sorry, what am I looking at here? Sorry, yeah, this this was the weak match on the card for me. Um, The Miz and Shane um, defeated The Bar. Now I know a couple of things that we mentioned during that match actually that you pointed out was the fact that Shane and The Miz don't actually come out together. They have their separate entrance musics and stuff like that. Only a little thing, fair enough, but I can see your point. It it's,
2: yeah, it's just nitpicking on my behalf. If you're going to be a tag team and you're going to be the tag team champions, I just feel you should be coming out together. You know, a tag team is two people that are a team. You're not two individuals. And I've always kind of disliked this. I know sometimes you need it, but when you see the tag team champions take on the world champion and their competitor and lose, you're like, like, yeah, those two guys are better individually, but they shouldn't be better tag team wrestlers than your tag team champions. Otherwise your tag team champions are a bit, bit of a joke. Like, no I
1: agree. I agree. I mean and you know I'm not going to spend too long on this match cuz it didn't interest me at all. Um it really didn't interest me. I think uh, the one thing that really bothered me, I mean it was a standard match. It wasn't it wasn't a shit match by any by any means. Um but it wasn't a great match either. Um went on a bit no. too long, 13 minutes 20 seconds. Yeah, wasn't really it was just a bit of a cluster if you ask me. I mean the bar are a great tag team. They look great and they they act like a tag team should. They wear the same matching gear. They're both in shape. They can both go. and um, Shane can yeah. do his flippy mad crazy stuff. The miz is just such an underrated worker all around. Um and Shane McMahon gets the pinfall on
2: Cesaro. Clean as well. Yeah, Clean. I I didn't like that. I would have preferred, you know, Listen props to Shane, you know, this guy's the son of a a millionaire, a billionaire, whatever. He doesn't need to be doing it. and he's made money in his own right as well. You know, he went off to Japan and he made a ton of money himself. So oh, yeah. it's not like he it's not like he needs to be getting in the ring and doing oh, this stuff. Sure, but course. he's not he's not a wrestler. He was never really a wrestler. Like the best matches he's had are all hardcore matches and they're great. Like I love watching shane go into a hardcore match like he really works well in that environment but he's just i never think of him as you know he shouldn't be beating cesaro no you know like he shouldn't be at all like not clean anyway like maybe some like young shane mcmahon where he had big boss man coming in and Hitting someone with a nightstick and picking up the pin and stuff from there, but not. Or if I the don't know, Miz, I th-
1: if the Miz had a possibly hit his finisher, and if he wanted to pinfall that much or something, or if Miz had done something to let Shane get the pin, maybe that's okay. But for for Shane to finish him and, as you say, you know, beat someone like I, I'm taking notes as we go here because there is there's a lot of lot of people playing um, wrestling FIFA at the moment, um where. You know, if they've got the book with unlimited cash, they're talking about guys and girls that would stand out in AEW. So I'm gonna add Cesaro yeah. to that list, and we'll talk about that later. Guys that that aren't getting what they should maybe in WWE at yeah. the moment. That, um, that would stand out in AEW. Um, so That being said,
2: a beautiful shooting star press from Shane McMahon.
1: Oh, listen, listen, I'm a big Shane O'Mac fan, um, just in general. I just like him. I like the guy. But
2: I, Yeah, he's a likeable guy, you he know. Is, um, a, and you I mean, I he's, just, in he's in
1: shape. He's in shape. He's a big guy. He's 250, but... I just setting. don't want to see him... He's still a billionaire's son, in theory, in the storyline. I just
2: don't want to see him as, as a champion, No, exactly, to be honest. Exactly. He's, that could be a spot
1: for someone else. I mean, look at the, you know... Um, Look at the revival, guys like that. You know, real legitimate tag teams, and yeah. and, and like you could have had the moment. Usos
2: versus. Yeah, their...
1: they're the best tag you team have... for me. Although, uh, haven't watched uh, NXT Takeover. Um, I think my new favorite tag team might be the War Raiders. I gotta say, um, at the moment, just from what I've seen. Um, yeah, no, very. It's
2: yeah. perfectly fine, yeah. but like you could have had anybody. I know you've seen New Day versus or New Day versus the Bar and Bar versus the Usos loads of times, but you know you could have had somebody else just yeah. in there could have been I any just, number could
1: have been any number especially if you want I get to get the, the tag division strong again you know what i mean
2: yeah That's, i get the story they're trying to tell here do you know shane and miz and the you know uh both had kind of daddy issues or whatever like it's a nice little story but i just don't know well the For payoff me,
1: is the payoff is obviously going to be at mania is it where the two of them have a bit of a barney probably
2: i assume yeah i assume there was going to be some sort of little Her. scrap and they'd go yeah. into mania together but uh, we'll have to wait and see on that one i suppose yeah
1: yeah it's just yeah but we move along um now the next match a bit longer um ronda rousey and sasha banks very um yeah question for all you people out there i think i made you laugh with this the other night and i actually made uh i made a couple of people i made rachel laugh too what is sasha banks the boss of so anyone out there can give me good answers I'm gonna bring you on the show
2: over the next couple of weeks. Just just tell me what she's the boss of. Yeah, see, this the boss thing started down in NXT Yeah and it started when she was kinda she was uh she was a heel, she was, you know, I'm better than everybody and it kinda made sense then, but she's a like she's a face now and she's been a face for quite a long time.
1: Hmm.
2: Like this, you know, I'm better than everybody thing it doesn't really work for a face in that sense yeah and it's why i think she i think she's been a bit stale recently and i think it's that's just,
1: why it's just more a bit of a fun thing it's more of a funny thing that i was coming across because you're not really the boss because if you go up and tell stephanie mcmahon that you're gonna do something she's gonna tell you no you're not so you're not the boss. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, um, no, I find uh, I, I, I do like, um, I do like, I used to like Sasha Banks, but I find um, watching her recently, she has gone a bit stale, but I also think she's she's had a bit of a run where she can be a little bit careless as well um, at times. Not all the time. I don't want to single her out for that, but I have noticed over the last year or so that she can be a little bit careless. I mean, uh, that that um that boot to the back of the neck on, on poor old page, like that was just that was just crazy. I mean it was that's yeah. that's just being unsafe. There is no excuse for that. Um that that's just literally not taking care of your opponent. Now listen, I am not for by any means saying that you've done it on purpose. Not at all. The same way with um you know, it's the same way with Becky getting busted in the nose, it was probably the best thing that ever happened to her. But unfortunately, I think it's so, just overzealous, yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's just being careless, a little bit careless. It's similar to um, Seth Rollins' conversation when, when, when he was doing the, the power bomb. It's just sometimes maybe a little bit of a lapse. Um, it doesn't mean that you're a complete unsafe worker or can't work, it just means slow down, take a breath. It doesn't need to be as you said, you don't need to be so overzealous because yeah, what worked for Becky. Um, during that whole punching in the in the in the face, um, didn't necessarily work for poor old Page, you know. So that's that's what I mean. Some of these guys and girls sometimes just need to slow down and take a little bit of a, take a little bit of a breather because getting kicked in the back of the neck, there's only going to be real one real outcome, you know. Um, yeah. it's not going to be good. But look, Sasha is a great worker, and I thought she had a great match with Ronda. I thought she helped Ronda a lot. Um it it was a, it was a very hard hitting match and that's what I liked about Sasha she's able to take it as well. Um yeah she she doesn't back down. No no it was stiff it was good hard work from both of them. Um I I I, I liked um I liked a couple of the spots in it. Ronda still um she just looks a bit sometimes when she's in the ring working um it's like when you you wrestle with your younger brother and they're just like a real wiry little off. shit. Yeah, they're just, their bodies going in weird angles. She's not like, um, she hasn't really polished any move yet. You know what I mean? She hasn't polished any of her moves yet where they're executed to perfection. But look, on the flip side of that, she could be going for that legitism- legitimacy as well where she's trying to make it look like a real struggle. So um,
2: Yeah, there's just one thing with her that I kind of, and like, I, I can't really, you know, she's competed at the highest level of mixed martial arts and, now in professional wrestling like Mm. you know i don't have anywhere near that sort of thing and she's had a great she's had a great
1: year man i mean she's she's been wrestling house shows she's showed up she's she's paid respect to the business she respects her colleagues and 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 uh, give her props on that you know
2: yeah like i don't take it away from her and i know a lot of people you know like i'm not a wrestler you know i went down did one or two classes and just it didn't go any anywhere from there for for different reasons like work being the main one really i just had to stop for work but happy birthday to um, ronda Rousey
1: tomorrow by the way
2: yeah gonna but be like, i i find young. she's
1: no, i just found out
2: i find i find she's a a step slow or something like sometimes i'm watching her and her opponent is waiting for her to to get up or to move and maybe that's on both of them but it seems to happen a lot in her matches where it's just like they're waiting for her. They have to stand there and look at her while she's wait, like well, waiting for her to get up. Of course, but and she, maybe she they is still they should green, be doing something though, different. You know? it's, um, she is. But I that, mean, she's that, better that than me... Goldberg
1: was uh, in, in four years of uh, of tra- wrestling training. Goldberg still didn't get it. So fair play to her. Yeah,
2: it's just I don't know. It's it's a bit weird. And if the plan, if they go ahead with this plan to have her main event WrestleMania. I just I don't know, is she ready for that? Well I have Like the own... feud the feud is ready. Well I think definitely Becky, the feud Becky, is ready.
1: Becky out of every single one of the wrestlers any female wrestler in the world will be able to uh will be able to pull that off for sure. And I think Rhonda is good enough to, 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 to do her. Oh, part don't, too, like, you I don't like I don't
2: think the match will be bad or anything. I just think you know, it won't be as good as it it could be if Rhonda had a bit more experience. But you know, it is what it is. They struck struck gold with with Becky and Rhonda, and you got to strike while the iron is hot.
1: Well, I have it on good authority that it's probably going to be Rhonda's uh, bow out anyway, so um, let's hope. It's, I've um, heard,
2: I've heard rumours of that. All right, yeah. yeah. If
1: you wanted to throw a, tre- a cheeky uh, few quid on it, I would, uh, I would recommend it. So there you go, Dynamo's dozen listeners. I am the gift that keeps on giving. So uh, there we are. Um, I know nothing, by the way. So next, yeah. uh, sorry, <laughs> actually, so going on that match, yeah. It was uh, obviously Ronda went over. Um, I liked the end. The, you know, Sasha done the whole I'm too good for you, I'm not going to shake your hand kind of thing. I liked their facial expressions on it. I thought it was good. Um,
2: I just don't know where they go with that now. Yeah, they don't really go anywhere with it, to be honest with you. Um, well, you see, Norm, like, I'd like for them to be able to go somewhere with that, but, you know, okay, you could have Sasha take on Rhonda, but <laughs> everyone knows that. Ronda's gonna win any sort of rematch there. But is Sasha turning heel off the back
1: of that or well, that's that's what we gotta see because and, and, and that's I do agree with you. Like there's too many there's too many cooks in the kitchen in, in WWE and Raw at the moment that when they do things like this on pay per views, they almost try and swerve you and think, Oh, that never happened and then they just go on to the next um, which we'll talk well, about I, with Brock I, and Finn because we saw that on Raw. We will get on to that. It's like what what is the Payoff here. What's the next steps?
2: You know. Yeah, I do. I do think Sasha needs to turn heel. I don't yeah. like. She, much better heel. There's no one. There's no top heel on, on Raw really. No, and she usually she is
1: probably the best. Well, one of the best when she, when she's on when she's when she's a heel. She's one of the best along with. Uh, I
2: think she will be. I think that this will revitalise her. I think so because uh,
1: I think her and Charlotte are two of the best kind of heels as well. Um. I think yeah. They work better as heels, you know um which which brings me on to brings us on to the main women's main event i guess which was um probably the most exciting thing on the card actually um and the longest match on the card by far 1 hour and 12 minutes yeah it was the yeah. women's royal rumble which i really really enjoyed i got to say um it was it was just very very fast paced there was lots going on obviously we can't dissect it you know Move for move, hold for hold, female for female, but it was. Um, you no, know, I thought it was really, really entertaining. I thought the thirty women in it absolutely killed it, and I thought the end how they brought Becky into the match was
2: brilliant. And had Finley be the one to give her the go ahead. That was yeah. a real nice switch.
1: I, yeah, I thought it was really good. I really did. Um, I mean, we all kind of knew. I knew anyway that that Becky was going to be in the, in the rumble. Um,
2: I was starting to fear it, though. To be honest, like they, you know, they had Lana come down, and then she didn't make it to the ring. But well, when they I didn't saw bring her. Doing Becky those out. baby steps, I knew. <laughs> I yeah, but when, doing... but when they went past her and went all the way to thirty, and they still hadn't brought her in, I was like, "Man, are they just gonna, just gonna leave it?" Like, or yeah, you know, I like part of me knew that Becky was always coming out, but you know, they kept me on a hook. They didn't just bring her out straight away, right? just get her straight out there it was like girl, take your time take your time let let the let the suspense build have Carmelo come out as 30 and be like that's it nobody else is coming out and then have Becky come down I thought that was a, it was a nice little you know keeps you keeps you keeps you guessing keeps you hoping
1: yeah yeah I liked it I liked it I have to say and I thought um, you know there was some <clears throat> a lot of girls that came up um, from the NXT they got to go in they got to have their shine as well which I thought was really good. Um, I
2: was surprised Tony Storm didn't um, didn't have an appearance. I th- I really thought she'd have a a guest appearance, but possible injury or anything or no? No, she's working on the NXT UK brand, so maybe they just wanted to like they just didn't they had didn't have the spot for it. You know, they had a few. They had no legends return. I suppose really. Um, they had a few come from come up from nxt though which was good like you got to see what's what's in the future not that you know they're needed right now you still have a good pool of talent but you get to see what's coming up as well yeah so well, i like that i like um, too. i liked it too um i liked the bit of selena vega get getting out of the ring and hiding but she kept popping out i didn't really like that you know mm. if you're gonna make this deal of you know oh, she's hiding and everyone's forgotten about her. Like, just pretend you've forgotten about her as well. But she keeps popping out. So it's like, okay, yeah, we, yeah, you're under there. You're still under there. You're still under there. Okay, like, what was the, like, what was the point in that? And then the payoff was that Hornswoggle was under there as well, which yeah, was funny. it makes
1: sense, yeah.
2: It was funny, yeah. but, like, it's not really a great payoff for her trying to use the, the tactic, it's still not as good as Road Dog's old tactic of getting into the bottom rope in the corner, locking both arms and legs around the bottom rope and holding on for dear life. No one, no one beats that tactic. That's the greatest Royal Rumble tactic you'll ever see. I, I agree. I mean, I'm yeah. not sure how he got thrown out in the end, but he held on for a long time and he didn't do any moves, he just sat there in his cradle holding that bottom rope took a few kicks but he didn't need to do any moves <laughs> <laughs> he took a few kicks no no bumps no nothing no that's, that's you the know easiest payday road dogs ever had yeah and <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget it that was, <laughs> I, I loved that
1: he actually did more work singing i can't wait to be alone my baby tonight than he did in the whole royal rumble so that in that royal genius. rumble he did yeah genius. genius what a genius genius um so obviously it ended with becky getting the getting the payoff for all of her kind of hard work and, and, and success over the last 12 months.
2: It's She also got to eliminate she, Nia Jax, which was a nice little, you was, know...
1: That was really good, and also eliminate Charlotte Flair. I, thought, I don't think anybody has better facial expressions than Becky in the game, to be honest with you. And I'm not the first um, person to say that. And people with a lot more expertise than me have actually call that out as well. She's just when she was selling that knee at the end. Oh my god! I just thought it was genius. I thought it was brilliant.
2: Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like, I was a. Uh, I was on the 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 Irish wrestling forum, like, and I was reading through it, and like a lot of people were asking before the end of the match. You know, is this like? Has Nia just done Becky again here, and like actually injured her knee again? Like yeah. this time when she pushed her off, like people were legitimately unsure and that's a credit to Becky like how good she was at you know portraying this injury
1: yeah and I mean Noia had done a really good job at making it look legit too which I thought was, was, was good on Noia's part because she has taken a lot of heat she will continue to take heat from me also but if I will give her any props it will be for that um, yeah
2: well if you you know if you, if you fuck up in wrestling and it can lead to something why not why not run with it? You know,
1: absolutely. You can make two stars out of it. Why not? And I mean, Nia Jax is a physically imposing, impressive looking, looking girl. So um, you know, she definitely has a has a spot there. Um, but Becky, but yeah, that was a
2: big big moment for, well, for the Irish people anyway mm. to have Becky win that rumble. But yeah, yeah. I think it's what everyone wanted. You know, the last few years there's been complaints about oh we didn't want them winning the rumble and this this was, it, I think you know, ninety percent of the people that watch uh WWE, this was who they wanted women that winning the women's Royal Rumble, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean I'm I'm hearing I'm seeing shout outs from Mick Foley, I'm seeing shout outs from Jim Ross, from Taz, um, from uh, pretty much anybody who's The Road Dog wore Road out Dog, uh, her yeah. shirt. Yes, I saw did that. Did you notice on that on Raw I when did. he came out
2: to sing it? The I man did. shirt, yeah, I nice. Did.
1: I did. Um I saw Jericho give her a shout out. Um, so look anybody who's anybody and I mean for me on a personal level I'm just so proud of the girl. You know, I watched her come in on her first ever training. She lied about her age, she said she was eighteen, but she was only fifteen, but there you go. That showed how passionate she was. She came in with her brother. Brother's been on the show before. If you want to go back to the Dynamos dungeon and check out the uh, back catalog, it's insane
2: to think that, that it's quit. insane to think yeah. that, you know, a lot of people lie about their age, you know, for whatever reason, oh, I wanna go into the club, I sure, wanna yeah, yeah, I wanna yeah. drink. She's lying a better age, so she can go get like get her ass beaten around. A of guys, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: and she's the only girl there. You know that like that's got to be intimidating in its own right.
1: Oh, it was incredible, and she was always as tough as anyone, if not if not tougher. So <clears throat> I can probably speak for all the old NWA guys, and, and 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 I doubt there's anybody um, here that that isn't proud and happy for her. So long may it continue, and she's going off to headline WrestleMania now against Ronda Rousey. So. Well done, Becky Lynch. Um, Talk
2: that that'll be the the main event as well, the closer.
1: I hope so. I hope so. And uh, well done. So yeah, well done, Becky.
2: Um, proud of you, buddy.
1: Um, well done to all of them. Really <clears> put oh, yeah. on a good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we get down to the last three. Bear in mind, this bloody pay per view went on for over five hours, which is crazy. Um, seven, if you include the pre show. Seven, if you include
2: the pre show, which is but way that's too that's long. the new. Um, that's the new norm for the big four i think i think they're all going to be 5 hours from here on in
1: well they're going to find out that it's going to wear out very quickly because um it's it's very hard to hold uh, you know to hold the kind of interest of people for that long in general no matter what you're a fan of i mean it's like forward super sunday <laughs> on the football you know after three matches you find you know if you've watched your own team play or whatever it's pretty hard to kind of sit there and watch another 90 minutes non-stop you know um so it does it's just it's just a natural thing, but look, I'm here to uh critique the matches, not the length of the show. That's for people people that get paid to, to sort that out. Um so let me see.
0: Doo, doo, doo. Hey, if you're like me and you're a fan of your wrestling merch and your MMA merch and your boxing merch, there's only one place I go, and that is wrestling mania. That's right wrestling mania is located at the top floor of dublin st stephen's green shopping center it's your one-stop shop for all your wrestling mma and boxing needs it's ireland's only dedicated pro wrestling shop and carries all the latest wrestling mma and boxing merch including brands like wwe and ufc and ring of honor and much much more and hey if they don't have it in there they can get it if you don't see what you want and you know something that you do want well, the guys in the shop can get it in for you and get this. If you can't make it into the shop, they'll send it to you. That's right. They will actually deliver it to your house. So if you want your wrestling MMA or boxing hookup, go to Wrestling Mania located once again at the top floor of Dublin St. Stephen's. Green Shopping Center. Go check them out on Facebook. So it's Wrestling Mania on Facebook. You'll be able to drop them a mail. Very responsive. Very appreciative and also very welcoming and accommodating. Wrestling Mania for all your wrestling, MMA and boxing needs. Go right now.
1: So, just back here with uh, with my good buddy Ted Irvin, and we're talking about the Royal Rumble 2019. And we're getting on to the last. We're we're going home now. We're going home now. And we're on to the uh, the last three matches. Um, the one that I was looking forward to, and it was the longest. Uh, it was the longest singles match on the card. Um, was Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles? You're never going to be disappointed um, with either of those two wrestling. However, when WWE are involved, you can be disappointed with the finish, um, which left a lot of people disappointed with the finish, um, especially when you've got a monster of a man. And I'm not going to take credit for this little comedy skit but when you have a monster of a man who looks like a Viking, but he wears nice clean tennis shoes. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's nice, isn't it? I mean, that's what the Berserker, the Barbarian would wear. Nice big tennis shoes. Yeah. Anyway, that's just a little side note, which is pretty funny, to be honest. Um, uh, what did you think of the match?
2: Right, so the match itself, yeah. I thought was really enjoyable. Yeah, It's not everything these two guys have got in the tank, they like they can do so much more. I think given... they felt
1: the crowd was dead as well after the pre after the match. Well you,
2: know? you see that's the problem. Yeah. I felt there was a bit of a a booking like layout in this that didn't really work that well. Because yeah. you've got the women's Royal Rumble, which like it doesn't matter which Royal Rumble was there, but people are hot for that. And the next match is always going to be a bit of a downer. Yeah. Because you just can't stay at that level for that long. Not at all. And this match just suffered a, a bit from that. You know, the crowd wasn't as engaged as it could have been. I agree. But I know what you mean about the finish, but I'm kind of okay with it. If it means I'll get Brian and AJ again.
1: Yeah. Me too. I I don't really, I don't really see too much of a problem with it. Um, I, I like the commentators not to repeatedly go, "Oh my God, look at the size of this guy." Oh my, it's just so contrived. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's it's like we know the size of him. He's been around a long time. It's like they should be asking questions like, "What the hell?" Like they should be more surprised. Like, what the f- fuck is going on here? Like, what I
2: is- might have liked to have someone other than rowan because he's had this sort of position before and i don't know he just never seems it doesn't seem to work out that well for him Mm. i would have liked someone maybe from nxt or something to be brought up you know someone new Mm. like that we haven't seen before because rowan we've seen before as you know one of bray wyatt's followers part of the bludgeon brothers and he never seemed like someone he had a singles push Nothing at one point where he was part, what
1: you mean like yeah
2: he was yeah. part of mensa in a single a badly remembered singles push where he had a, a steel steps match with big show yeah he just great, yeah. i just don't know um i just feel maybe maybe they just wanted to give him another shot here but i feel maybe he should have just gone f- a different direction got somebody else in yeah but yeah. I'll wait and see, like I'm not gonna judge that if yeah. he does the role well, he does the role well, so well
1: yeah i mean i'm I'm waiting and gonna, see we're not going to break down that match because you know i'm not we're not here to break down matches as such. It's just give an opinion on them. It's a Daniel Bryan versus a j Styles match with the gas not necessarily
2: uh... this was turned up to like maybe five or six, yeah. you know there's a yeah, lot like yeah, yeah. these guys can go a lot more than that,
1: yeah. And it could have been what they were going for anyway, I'm not sure, who knows. But I,
2: think it, but I think if they had, they still wouldn't have gotten enough of a reaction, and if they did, it would have left the crowd dead for the next match as well.
1: Well, there's a couple of variables there. A, you've just come off the back of an hour and 12 minute, awesome uh, Royal Rumble with the girls. Um, yeah. Couple that with the fact that you are in a stadium, so the acoustics are never going to be great anyway. Um, it's just the way it
2: is. It's just You're now about four to four hours deep as well, considering yeah. the two hour pre show, maybe exactly. more. Exactly. Yeah. Four and a half. Like easy. The crowd are tired here. And I think if you put on the match that everyone knows Brian and AJ can have, they're just gonna be too tired for the next two matches. Exactly. So exactly.
1: So that well obviously Brian defeated Styles obviously with the help of Rome, but that brought us in then to I think the match that everyone was looking forward to um, and it even got a lot of the uh, a lot of the old pros including Taz Taz got worked nice and he admits that Taz uh, Taz was saying that he he uh, he actually thought Finn was going to go over and they really worked yeah. as well in this match because for about 8 minutes you believed that he could
2: I didn't I didn't want to believe because you know <laughs> you didn't want to set yourself I, up for Yeah, I didn't want to be so set on Finn. Like, I didn't want my night resting on the fact that Finn was going to walk out with that title. So I had to just keep convincing myself he's not beating Brock. Yeah, he's not the one. He's not the one that's going to beat Brock. And keep saying it to myself. But during the match, yeah, I got I got sucked in. I got sucked in bad as well. Like, yeah,
1: man, it happened to me. It happened to me. I mean, I think, I think
2: it happened to anyone who says that they didn't get sucked in at all. Like even a little bit, if anyone says, you know, no, I knew from the start Lesnar was winning. I think most of us knew that, but to say that you, you were able to sit there and watch that live and not be like, Oh, maybe like he's just hit, he's just hit his finisher. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he's he's got it. Like if you're not getting sucked in by that, I think like you're either lying or, you know, you're just not able to get drawn into wrestling like that anymore
1: yeah i mean i thought i was happy with it i thought brock done an amazing job in selling for finn and um, i thought the way they, they played on the on the on the old uh stomach was was really really good um it was yeah i just thought it was great i mean it, it, he was selling like a motherfucker for finn as well even with his offense um, he did yeah when brock wants to work man he can be one of the best like he's not just a stereotypical big man falling down to one knee and he really throws his ass around the place and uh it's like when he appreciates the worker that he's working with he really goes above and beyond yeah and he did make finn a bona fide main eventer because i mean at the time i was disappointed that finn had tapped as well i was like two irish people tapping we don't quit motherfuckers but um I think looking back on it it was a really slick um move transition. It was, yeah, because it was a transition that you could do that wouldn't take too much energy, especially when you're, you know, a UFC fighter and a wrestler like Brock. It was like it was the only thing that he could do was this was his last chance to win this match was just to grab a hold of the arm and try and snap it. Um guys like Also, guys like Cena I've, and H have tapped to this as well, so it's um uh, and, if I, if I may add there, I know I could have crossed you, but it wasn't like Finn tapped straight away.
2: It, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yes. I loved that this yeah. was the old school tap out. Old school, this is my was one shot.
1: closer, and he was just edging slightly closer to the rope. So
2: Yeah, it this like was the old it. school. I've got my chance at the title. I'm not going to tap straight away. I'm going to hold out as long as I can. And, you know, Brock's, Brock is way bigger than Finn. Like, yeah. just as a physical human being brock is huge like um so believing that finn was going to be able to drag brock all the way to the ropes that that was a stretch so they like i thought that was done perfectly yeah he drags him as close as he can and just eventually it's not like i have to like eventually everyone has to tap out and it was Doesn't almost, like even
1: though it was on the opposite shoulder, it was almost like they could have done it where it was the shoulder that Finn had injured before too. You know, so it was, it was, uh, it was, it was kind of cool. I'm sure that came yeah. across their mind, but just the positioning that they were in. But it was just something that I thought of uh, just there. But no, Finn Balor was amazing, and then they went and destroyed his main event heat. Then the next night on Raw, but sure, look, isn't that what they're just going to do? Um, I think Vince. Is just trying to keep fans happy and also keep some wrestlers happy by dangling a little, enough of a carrot there just to say stick with us, don't go to AEW because here in the land of WWE we don't promise anything but we promise opportunity. And then they take those opportunities away because Brock basically destroyed Finn after the match Them with multiple F5s, threw him around, was it F5s or no, it was suplexes, he was throwing him around. uh, i'm okay with that i'm okay with it but it didn't lead to anything
2: it didn't lead to anything there but i'm okay with brock having done that because that is brock like brock has just been taken to the limit by this and this the way you have to be looking at it as brock's character would look at it brock was taken to the limit by this this small this small guy that he should have you know in his mind just walked in f5 and walked out This should have been a two minute like This should have been including entrances for both guys a two minute job for brock so he is going to be pissed that he's been taken this far and that he nearly lost so for him to go right i've won the match i'm going to leave and then go no actually i'm not like i'm really annoyed about this i'm going to come back and i'm going to like i'm going to tear into this guy for putting up such a good fight against me for you know for making me fear that i'm going to lose my title here yeah
1: no i agree with you i agree with you i'm not i, I don't know but the next night day.
2: the next night is where the problem the was next yeah night where,
1: and then you had a little midget coming out with bobby lashley calling fergal a midget i was like wow that's great writing um i mean that guy see, I, I i mean i actually probably have taken bigger shits than whoever that guy is uh, Leo,
2: see, i i like the idea of you know the little small guy who hides behind you know the bigger guy like oh, yeah. says and Yeah,
1: yeah, it's heel. But it's one one. It's brilliant. I'm just. I, I'm not actually offended by. it. I just think it's really. I actually. I find I love that. You know. Yeah.
2: You're small, but but I'm bigger than you no but you're small because this guy that I hang around with is bigger than you yeah, so that yeah, means yeah. No, like small it's like look at the oh, size man, of it's... my
1: dog my dog's bigger than your dog do you know what I mean so it's
2: yeah it's no. just it's so but funny, yeah, like... the
1: next night they just screwed it up and obviously they're going to put Fergal into Finn should I say sorry uh, into a uh, intercontinental program not mentioning pretty much anything of the fact that he took Brock the closest that anybody has yeah
2: I, I think uh, I think he's winning that title what title the Intercontinental, I think it was put on Lashley for for, for Finn to to take the win. But oh, they'd I nearly basically, beat Brock, and now I'll beat you.
1: But they've basically just taken the, the, the rogue from under him, you know? And yeah. Like, all the moment, As I say, Finn, uh, without the demon makeup, has basically taken Brock Lesnar the furthest that he's been taken um, in a long time. And yeah. And even more so than Daniel Bryan did. Because, I mean, the way Brock was selling, like, he was selling like he was struggling. He thought he was going to die in there, you know? Um, yeah. And then the next night, they just, uh, Finn was valiant, and it was a great effort, but now we're just going to put you back in the mid-card, so... Um,
2: to a guy you've already beaten.
1: Yeah, you know, Um. so it makes zero sense to me, but there we are, we are talking about WWE. Um. So then we go on to the main event, the 30-man Royal Rumble, which I'm going to be honest with you, for the first time in a long time, I, I don't know whether I was bored or not, but I think I was just, I think I was I think just, you're just tired, man. I think I was tired, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, on a side note, last week's guest, good buddy Double J, Jeff Jarrett, making he an appearance at the start, eh, I'm telling you. He, worked he kept that
2: one under wraps.
1: Well, here's a little story for you as well, if anybody hasn't heard. Jim Ross, if you can listen to the latest Ross report, um, giving away competition podcasts. Imagine that. But it is Jim Ross. Um, he mentioned that the day before, on the Saturday, he was at some sort of hockey game or, you know, one, whatever. One of the U.S. sporting events that uh, both him and Jarrett like, um, he had ran into Jarrett and he asked him, he said, where are you off? Are you off home now? Are you getting a plane home? And he said, thinking back on it, he said, Jarrett didn't actually answer them. He just didn't say yes or no. He just kind of went, hmm, and mentioned nothing. He goes, so I even got worked by Jeff Jarrett. So Jeff even the uh, good old JR. So well done, Jeff Jarrett. Um, keep it under wraps. Keep it under wraps. And, and uh, it's always something. Remember in WWE, they used to say, anything can happen in the WWE. Well, Anything can happen with Dynamo's dozens of guests, so there you go. I yeah, he kept that kept that one kit to himself, didn't he? Yeah, I had double J in the, in the build up to Royal Rumble. So there is another claim to mm-hmm. for for me. Um, that was awesome. I know Jeff Jarrett has actually signed with WWE as well. And um, for people that didn't know, it was
2: a. I thought it was a great interaction. Him and. Elias, you know, because yeah, obviously and they kept they, it going you know, on all the
1: next night. So I don't, I know Jared has signed. I'm, I'm not privy to um, the details or, or the capacity of what Jared has signed in. I think it might be coaching, possibly. Um, I'd say
2: so, yeah,
1: yeah. But I mean, they could do a little, a little angle just to give, give some, um, give some steam to, um, to to Elias. To Elias, as well, because I mean, Jared can still go with the best of them, you know. Yeah. When you're a master like Jared, you don't need to do a lot, and. You know, he, he, Elias could do well to to get in the ring with with, with Jarrett for sure because Elias is awesome, um, and I think I think that would be just really entertaining to see as well. I'd like to see a sing off actually. That's what I'd like to see. There's my comedy. I want a bit of that. Give me a raw second yeah. where I have a sing off with Double J and the Roadie uh, against Elias. I'd be happy with that. Um,
2: but yeah, it, it was a nice start to the match. You know, like was, you have Elias was. come out first, where he needs that time because he has the his whole shtick to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then, oh, who's who's gonna be number two? Because he always gets interrupted. You're like, who's gonna interrupt him this time?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I don't, nobody can say that they they expected that as the interruption. Nobody. And no. it was great because everyone everyone loved that. Like, crowd pop big. Oh, here we go.
1: If double, and then, if, if if good old JR got worked by, by Double J, then no fan out there listening to this show can tell me that they knew that he was going to be in that, because you can kiss my ass right now and unsubscribe because you're lying, <laughs> because yeah. there's no way in hell that you knew that. Uh, yeah, he kept I, that one
2: very close to the chest.
1: And I'd only talked to the guy three days previously, and I didn't even have an inkling of that. Mm. Um, it's only signs when I look back, because I've been talking to him um, for the, the couple of weeks building up to that, as you know. And, yeah, well, uh, yeah, him. Yeah, and we'd had a bit of a conversation about different things. Not one mention of anything WWE or <laughs> Royal Rumble. So, not that he's going to tell someone like me, but that's what I mean. If he's not going to mention it to good old Jr., he's not
2: going to. Yeah. He's yeah. not going to mention it to anybody. That's exactly. you know he that's wanted that as the surprise, and he he got it done because he's old school, man. Um, yeah,
1: but it was a good rumble. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, we all knew that it was either going to be Rollins or possibly,
2: um, possibly Drew. Strowman. Um, I, I thought I thought Drew was going to win it. Yeah, I really I thought, thought was, cause I and I'd love to have seen Drew versus uh, versus Lesnar. I think that would have been a great match.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, Drew was a great guy, and 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 I'm just delighted to see him back where he belongs you know he's went through the hardships and he's, he's mm. come out of the other side and he he's killing it now oh he's killing it but um there's not a lot to say about the royal rumble match as a whole i didn't think it was great i didn't love it i guess one of the big stories of it was nia jacks coming out um i don't know what that was in aid of i don't know what it was all about there's there's people kicking up a storm i was very now. annoyed at that yeah there's people kicking up a storm I was very... women's rights that you know that she there was physical contact on a female
2: I I was annoyed that she came out because I was like, what a waste. You could have had anybody come out there and you had Nia Jax. I was really annoyed about it. But then they had her eliminate someone and it was, you know, the ultimate baby face. You know, he's um, Mustafa Ali. He's like, oh, I can't hit her. She's a girl. And he paid for it. He got got tossed out of the Royal Rumble. He missed his chance, got to WrestleMania because he was like, she's willing to hit me and I'm not willing to hit her. And I loved that the rest of the people in there went, "Well, I'm not letting that happen to me." And yeah. boom, she eats a super kick from Dove. And you know, you're kind of expecting, that, yeah, Dov's a bit of a heel; he'll do it. You look at Randy Orton; you're like, yeah, that guy, he'll he'll or KO anyone. You know, it doesn't matter to him. And but Ray thinking... Mysterio, yeah, Ray was... Mysterio is the one you weren't expecting because you see, you're getting to the six-one-nine position, and you're like, yeah. ah, Ray, Ray wouldn't, would he? And then he does, and I, I loved that he did. And Randy because, Orton's
1: facial expressions in that were priceless as well. Yeah, absolutely priceless.
2: Um, but Orton, like, and then she gets tossed out. I was happy with that because one, it it kind of gets rid of this. You know, men and women can't interact in the ring anymore. I'm not saying I want to see men and women wrestle all the time, but there can be physical altercation between them. You know, listen, and
1: as I take it, as I take a sip of my my new drink, which is a Non-alcoholic, by the way, it's a Pellegrino and lime with ice. It's very nice for any of you, uh, guys and girls out there looking for a nice, soothing, refreshing, non-alcoholic drink. uh I recommend it because I'm off alcohol at the moment. Just thought i'd let you know that. So, no, no but boo- um, no booze for Dynamo. <laughs> um, no, no, but uh, yeah, I, I I took a sip of that there just as you were as you were mentioning because I do uh. I do agree, and for all the snowflakes out there now just looking for any reason to jump on it and say WWE is condoning violence against women and blah, blah, blah. These are the same people that say men should be treated the same as women and women should be treated the same as men. It's an entertaining thing. It's not promoting any violence at home. It's nothing like that. It's entertainment. No different than if you watched a movie um, where there might be a, a girl that gets slapped in a movie or something like that because it'll show... That it can happen, blah blah blah. It's just entertainment. It's not anything other than a little bit of a laugh, and also to show that Nia Jax is a physically imposing, strong, dominant woman. Yeah, like
2: she inter she she put herself in this position. She climbed into a match where she knew that all these guys were fighting for a chance at WrestleMania, and none of them wanted to lose that. And then she put herself into that match she attacked someone from behind to get into it right so she she sneakily attacks someone who's had to earn their spot then she throws someone out because they're not willing to hit her the rest of the guys aren't just going to go well i suppose we should just let her win if you put yourself in there it's like you know if you're a kid and you decide to step in with the bigger boys into a boxing ring they're not just going to let you win like they don't want to lose yeah so if you get hurt you get hurt Um, so like, you know, I have no problem with the way that went. I wasn't that happy when she first came out, but the way it played out, I was happy enough with that. Yeah, me too. And then I liked the way the rumble itself ended with, you know, Rollins against Strowman, like big, big guy versus the kind of smaller guy. Not that Rollins himself is small, like he's pretty big anyway, but in comparison, he's a smaller guy and, you know, very close to the Rock and Big Show one where the Rock, like drags big show all the way over but then it's different enough as well like not exactly the same either
1: no no it was good it was good and obviously seth did get the get the v and uh he's going to wrestlemania we know he's going to wrestle brock now at wrestlemania so all in all i think it was a good royal rumble it was a good weekend for wrestling i think wwe definitely provided some great entertainment some great matches uh the yeah boys and girls worked really hard i think we've we've gone pretty long on this one so i think what we're gonna do maybe over the next couple of weeks we're going to uh we're gonna maybe have an aew podcast where i'll have you on again and i might get a couple of other people on as well Um, maybe you can spread the word and actually see if some uh some fans on the irish wrestling forum want to maybe come on and debate all this and we can have a little bit of a conversation and let some people come on and uh and give some talking points on that because I'm sure a lot's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Um, we'll, you know, things will become clear. We'll probably see contract situations become clear as well.
2: Well, I've already seen um, a few.
1: We have, and that's what I mean. We'll probably see some more. Um, so I suppose. In closing, um, we we, we will have a lot more. I, I do want to apologize again. I know I mentioned last week Conrad Thompson will be on. Conrad Thompson will be on at some stage over the next couple of weeks. It won't be next week because next week there's going to be a podcast coming from Amsterdam. So I'll have something different for you there. I will be in Amsterdam bringing a podcast to you from
2: there. Um, don't be bringing it from any cafes, mate. Don't want to hear that rambling. Be no
1: cafes. There be no alcohol going into my system. Nobody wants to hear
2: any of that rambling
1: nonsense. No, 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 no. There won't be any. Won't be any beers for a while. I've taken. I've taken a break from beer for a while, maybe six months, just to cleanse the body. You know, um, and bring you this lovely clear, speaking voice, which I always do anyway. But... Um, <laughs> But no, uh, all joking aside, we will, uh, we will have Conrad Thompson on over the next, uh, within the next month anyway. Conrad is a rather busy man at, at the moment, as you can imagine, running yeah. three podcasts that go nearly three hours a piece, and then running Starcast, and then running a mortgage business as well. So um, props to Conrad, don't, don't hold it against him. He didn't let me down in any way, shape, or form. Um, we, are, we keep in contact, so he will be on. He will be on, and plus it's only going to be better because um, when Conrad does come on, um, he's going to have a lot more information for us in terms of different projects and stuff that he's working on too, um, and it might be something for the Irish folk that he might do in terms of uh the Starcast events as well, and um, because he's going to be running a lot of them in, uh, in on WrestleMania weekend as well, so we'll be, we'll be able to have a chat with them, but uh, chat with him about that. <clears throat> but listen, Ted, I want to thank you for your time today and um, i want to thank everyone for listening today Um, it's been a nice long show I hope we've entertained you i don't think we've rambled we've stuck to the point given our opinion that is on a, the bit, a bit world. of
2: rambling here and there There's but you know it's always, always gonna happen
1: but it's gonna help people on their long commute tomorrow because tomorrow's friday we've been promised snow every single day but if it snows on a friday you don't really care because you know you're gonna take that commute home Sit your ass down, open a can of beer, order a takeaway, do whatever the hell you want. But whatever you do, stay safe because Dynamo and Ted are over and out. Have a nice weekend, guys.